Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. guest as you see with me in the other box across the way she's come out of detroit she's a fan of detroit basketball when mason was good it is Brittany newton also known as your favorite plus size model because she is plus size and thick with it She's a thick model. Yes, I'm good. Y'all can do that. Mason. What's up, Brittany? How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm in rainy Atlanta, Georgia, uh, here. Enjoying the end of the year here. Closing out strong. Uh, I see you're flossing and popping in Detroit, where it's probably cold as hell. But <laughs> you guess right. You guess right. It's all good. How was how was your holiday season? As we're in the middle of Kwanzaa here. Oh, we are in the middle of Kwanzaa. What's today? The third day. Yes, it is. It is the third day. Shout out to everybody celebrating Kwanzaa. My Christmas, my holiday season has been amazing. I'm tired though. Let me tell you that. I'm really to the point where I'm about to start charging my family per plate because oh, I'm sick of these niggas. Mm. You sick of them? I'm sick of them. I'm tired of every time a holiday come around, y'all don't put in on nothing, but y'all always want to eat. Oh, so you the cooker then? You the cooker? Me and my mom. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, see. Okay, what's your, what, what, what is your dish? Tell me that. What is, my dish is macaroni and cheese. My mac dessert. and cheese. Mm -hmm. Okay, man, do you put egg in your mac and cheese? No. I say people put egg in the mac and cheese. I don't understand it. I'm allergic to eggs. I don't get that. Uh, I, I mean, I don't want to talk about nobody's grandmama recipe, you know, but... Yeah, call them out. Like, I don't get it. Why do people have eggs and macaroni and cheese? Andy B. Newton, rest her soul, did not teach us that way, so I can't speak to that. Yeah, so... <laughs> Doing this time of year, they they, they want people to bum the plates. Or they want to get their plates. They want to they want to. You know how people call you? Hey, hey, y'all having a get together? They want to mm -hmm. call, give them a plate, give them what's a gold plate. Mm -hmm. Stay for about mm -hmm. ten minutes and go to next house. I'm like Negro, please. You know what's stopping that? And I'm. It's COVID. No, you can't come over here. I don't know what your, your status. You ain't been tested. No, stay over there. You got that salmonella and the clapping. You got the applause. <laughs> you got the applause. <laughs> the salmonella. You caught the Omarion. <laughs> B2K. See, everybody was doing that Omarion dance. Now he everywhere. See? Now yeah. the I'm doing all these little dances. In Atlanta, 
I know in Atlanta, the whole industry got COVID from them going to these parties. And a lot of them Atlanta been on bump since the beginning of the pandemic. Y'all never shut down. Three weeks. Three weeks. We did. <laughs> three weeks. Open back up on April 24th. I remember very well, 2020. And been wide open ever since. Yeah. And, and now, finally, this it was just some Ariana so transmissible. The little Atlanta industry people, the club promoters and stuff, bottle girls, they all mm -hmm. got COVID right now. It's so is, are y'all like shutting down a little bit? Is it calming down? What's going on? Well, Keisha, the mayor, tried to do something. You know, the governor, you know, he he crazy. He don't he don't get no he don't get no f's. You can't he you can't shut those. down the city of Atlanta. We gotta make our money. That racist Brian Kemp. You know, he don't care about y'all. He really do not. Not at all. Not at all. So yeah, like yeah. So shout out to Keisha though, my soror. Love her. Yeah, but Keisha also helped gentrify Atlanta too much. I'm not gonna get in that though. But <laughs> not gonna not gonna do that today. It's another whole other show about gentrifying right. Atlanta and signing these deals mm -hmm. off. But it's all good. Shout shout out to Killer Mike, uh, Jay Jenkins, Two Change, and Ti who hide behind a. Uh, Real estate investment groups and just try to see Atlanta. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna leave alone. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> shout them. But yeah, so you yeah, know, but it's all good. Your sir with the Deltas, and I've learned that your favorite plus size model is she throws up the, the sign there. Um, she'll be a Spelmanite. Not a, not a, not, sure she is. wouldn't be a Georgia State like me, a, a, like a, a field Negro. She would be on the bourgeoisie house with the Spellman. I would have definitely went to Spellman. Sure would have. You know, but she, she tells me she can deal with deal with deal with deal with the hoodies as well. We'll see about that. <laughs> she yeah. tells me she can blend in. You know, yeah. she, if anybody from is listening from Detroit, I'm from the Six Mile and Schaefer area. So if I say that, they know where I'm from, so they know I can hang with the best of them. Yes, like I, I told off there, I had me one Detroit woman in my life. That was an 05, never again, until some different happens. <laughs> I really don't like this the, where this conversation is going. But Detroit's cool though. I like Detroit. Like I miss going to the Palace of Auburn Hills. I miss going down. So there. do I. Now little Caesar's so Arena. I. I've been to Ford Field to watch the Lions get, get their asses kicked by whoever. You ain't got to do that. I've you been really to Ford Field. Hey, Everybody hey, know they be losing, but you ain't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, look, the Lions came to Atlanta on Sunday, also the Falcons. I saw that in person. In person, Brittany. I saw your people there. That's saw... my people. I'm not sure for them. Nah, your people from Detroit was there. A lot of, a lot of you all came down because y'all 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 told me you want to get out of cold weather, Detroit. But that's cool. I can I respect it. I respect it. Yeah. I told them I'm gonna be interviewing one of their own real soon. They, they, they gonna check it out. But it's all they good. So but let me. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to one of my best friends. Her name is Kayla. She's a um, cheerleader for the Detroit Lions. So shout out to Kayla. That's my girl. Wish, wish, wish she, she cheering for losses every day. <laughs> you know <what>? See, <laughs> the Detroit Lions cheerleaders are the winners. Okay, 
Kayla, what are you cheering for? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> by Jared Goff. You let's go, Lions. You know, but I, I get it. I understand. Shout out, shout out to her. Hey, she ain't much to cheer for, but I'll shout out to her for doing it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's all good. So it's tell so me this. Shady. Shady. I just throw it out there. That's what I do. Let me ask you this. Mm. What got you into being wanting to be a plus size model? And two part question that when did you decide to embrace your figure? Because you know some women who are shaped like yourself don't embrace their figure. They want to mm-hmm. run from it. Mm-hmm. So what much you get want to get into this modeling industry? And when did you decide to embrace your figure and who you are? So I've low-key always wanted to be a model. Um, when I was a little kid, I used to like take like modeling classes, but the people who were in the classes told me I could never really do real modeling because I was too short. I was like, okay. So I kind of like let that go for a minute. But in the pandemic, I'm like, okay, I'm going to work every day from home and there's like nothing else to do. And I'm just like, I'm I'm very spiritual. So I'm like praying to God, like, what else is it that I can do? What can take me to the next level to like, because I've always been a creative person, but I had no outlet to, you know, share my creativity. I work in the corporate America. There is, it's just black and white. There is no type of creativity. Nah, yeah. So, so I'm like, God, what, what can I do? And I have been on this journey of like accepting my figure, like back in high school and in college, I was like a size six. After I got out of college and started making money and could eat good, I took full advantage. And <laughs> here we are. Um, so I just, I had to embrace it because that is, it's basically who I am. There was never a point where I felt like I didn't like who I was. There was never a point where I was like, oh, I don't like being a full figure woman. I love being full figure. This is the way I would rather be. I don't, I never want to go back to being a size six ever. Um, so the way that I got into it, it was just basically like I decided I was just going to do it. It was just like, let's just see what happens. So I um, took some initial pictures from my portfolio, and it's been up ever since. I feel you. So, yeah, so, yeah, she she she's she going to love to get her. She's going to enjoy her some chicken wings. She's going to enjoy her some fries with salt on it. I don't do salt. She, she, she does salt. A little bit of salt, not too much. She going to eat, eat, eat her soul food and love it. She, she's not it. out here at the restaurant with her little phone out. How many calories is this meal? <laughs> Shout out to people who do do it. It just couldn't be me. Could hey. never be me. <laughs> hey, I had a female tell me one time. She's like, there's too many. I, I can't go over my points my calorie points. Just eat the damn whatever it is. Give a damn. Girl, drink some water and call it a day. <laughs> yeah, like... This is going to sound real bad of me. Uh-oh. I'll stay away from women who are very much calorie counting and Jimmy. Um, now, don't get me wrong. It's nothing wrong with going to the gym. But, I go to the gym. Oh, but and they be do, doing, some of them do doing the most. I'm like, no, nah, chick. You ain't going to tell me what you're going to eat leaves and whatever you eat all day. Don't tell me what I'm going to uh-huh. eat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'll stay away from those two fit jimmy types and i'm good on that um well you uh, already well we uh, talked about the type of woman you like so i don't need that problem like nah you do what you do yeah 
You don't go to the gym? I play football. I'm all gymmed out. I I, I'd rather just walk around my neighborhood and shoot ball that way. Play or play tennis or something. Okay. And plus oh, with, this, with this COVID madness, this plague. I don't want to be in no gym and I don't, I don't clean the equipment where they, where they should. I ain't that big a fool. I got you. Oh, we 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 sure clean it off. No. So when no. I go out to, out to eat, I bring my own Lysol wipes to the table. You wipe, smart. <laughs> wipe it myself. I don't trust you your sure. little damp hot rag and that nasty little soapy water you got. Mm-hmm. No, especially in Atlanta, y'all y'all been running wild all pandemic. No, mm-hmm. because that's how I be. No, like first of all, put on your damn mask on my table. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to show some. I don't want to show particles breathing on me with your salmonella. <laughs> if you don't it's gonna be your tip. <laughs> they get their yeah. mask on real fast. Also, having your mask with your nose exposed ain't doing nothing. It's not. Please. It's not. Please have your nose covered. Yeah. At least when they these mask on, you got smell nobody's bad breath no more. That, that's low-key a blessing. <laughs> I ain't got to smell your hot, stanky, cheese curl breath no more in my face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need it no problem no more. Screw you. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it's all good, though. So now with you being a plus size model, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure brands are hitting you up to model and promote their stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so tell me how's that going for you? And who do you turn down? I know some of these sick freaks out here be offering you stuff because they want to use your figure to attract a certain audience. Mm-hmm. Well, um, there have been a few companies reaching out to me. A lot of them are um, local-based. The biggest one is Swank Boutique out of Detroit. It's um, it's gotten a lot of uh, notoriety through the years. Um, that's the biggest one that just hit me up a, like a couple of days ago. So I just signed my contract with them. Shout out to Swank. However, there have been some companies that I have turned down, like like, let's say, like, somebody will reach out to me on Instagram, and I can see, like, the type of content they put out, and it's like, I'm a plus-size model, not a lingerie model. You know what I'm saying? Just because I have a certain body type doesn't mean I want to go into that. Now, I have modeled lingerie before, but that don't, I don't want that to be the only thing that I do. Like, that ain't, that's just, that's not it. Also, got to keep in mind, I still have a corporate job, so I got to be very, very, oh, very... Yes. I got to be very meticulous about what it is that I do. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I, I'm going to sound real messed up now, but it's, I'm going to say this out loud. What? There's a blurry line with modeling because I know people who are in the adult entertainment business who call themselves models rather than what they really are. <laughs> and they taking butt-ass naked photos and posting them as model and i know that can cause trouble for people like you who have corporate jobs still not in the more adult line of work or the nightlife services and how do you fight that battle between that blur line of really being a model 
you know, class to your way because you have a real job versus the mm-hmm. model who was really using that term as a catch-off with all other crap that, that, that they do. Well, it's, it's basically just being very mindful of the type of jobs that I take and the type of brands that I promote. I can't be an account manager by the week, but during the weekend, I'm a stripper, I'm a, I don't know, I'm a lingerie, I'm this, I'm that, and they come across my picture and they like, Brittany, what the hell is going on here? Like, I have to be very, 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 very mindful. Now, I do keep the two worlds separate. Like, I don't, nobody from my job knows, like, what else I do on the side. Thank However, God for that. You look. <laughs> I hope you ain't using your real name out there. You see, I have a brand, baby. Okay. I'm just saying. You'll never just... see. You'll never see my name out there on like my actual stuff, but yes, the thing, the thing is, like I said, I just have to be very mindful about the types of like the types of jobs that I take. I and mean, nothing against the girls that do that that call themselves models, but really are in the adult industry. I mean, let's call call a spade a spade. Nothing against them. Do your thing, but it's it's just not for me. Yeah, because I know a young lady who's who's a teacher. And, mm. and she got her booty out on Instagram popping. I'm like, what parents, what are these, these parents, these kids' daddies know who you are? <laughs> Don't figure out that that's my son teacher. Uh, that's my, <laughs> or that's my daughter teacher. Would you feel a way if that was your daughter's teacher? I would be like, uh, I would be like, uh, uh, nah, you can't be teaching my child. Nah, my chick. I can't do it because I I know you as your model name, not as is is Miss whatever you are from eight to four thirty. <laughs> have my son or daughter in your face, not knowing that Miss insert whatever is this on outside of the schoolhouse. Nah, I'm good because mm-hmm. I'm gonna know. Mm. I don't believe in being fake and fraudulent. Only I mean, I don't I don't think it's fake. I just think they just keep it separate. But I, but you, but, but you know how I do. I know some dudes who she who, who the parents gotta notice who she, who she really is. And I bet those conferences are very interesting when they have them still. Them conferences are very mm-hmm. interesting with the dudes. But hey, ain't you this is? No, I'm not. I said she she she, she told me she, she she denies it when I ask her. You, you deny it? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, that's cool. Hey, but yeah, you keep, your, girl. Keep, keep, <laughs> keep your nine to five corporate job. You know, I hear that. And you said that you are an entrepreneur. So what got you an opportunity, entrepreneur spirit? Because I know for me, I like to control my content, henceforth this show. I like to control mm. my own destiny, per se. Mm. So what, what got you know, being an entrepreneur and, and what some business, how can the listeners and the viewers watch and tap in what you got going on, Miss Plus so, Size Model from Detroit. <laughs> so um, I really needed an outlet to be creative. I've always been a creative person, always drawing something, always painting something, doing that, all types of stuff, taking pictures or whatever. And, you know, in, in the corporate world, you can't really do all of that. It's only so much you can do. So... I've come into where I'm like going to start creative directing like some shoots and do it for other people as well as myself 
I'm creating my content for the companies I brand ambassador for. That's always fun. I always enjoy doing that. Um, and I'm starting to like get into having like a group of other female entrepreneurs and content creators and we bounce ideas off of each other. So um, if you're ever, you know, you ever want to tap into what your fave plus size model is doing, you can always look me up on Instagram. I'm most active on Instagram. My Instagram name is oh, that's Brit Brat as well as on TikTok as well. Boss man, you got a TikTok? I don't have a TikTok. I don't know anything about that. I don't know nothing about that TikTok. You need to get one. And Snap, Face, all the others that Snap and whatever it's, that's called. Snap, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. You need to get one. I don't know how it worked that stuff. I, I do Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook. I know how I do that. Also. What you do on LinkedIn? It's so much. It's only so much you can do on LinkedIn. Sponsorships, honey. Sponsorships. Oh, t- Sponsorships. <laughs> Period. Oh, oh I'm, I'm gonna do Lamar Johnson donations, <laughs> donations, <laughs> gifts, <laughs> donations, <laughs> sponsorships, <laughs> sponsorships, yeah. advertising, yeah. marketing. That's what's up. Donations. <laughs> That's what's up. Oh, you can also hit me up on my own personal website, yourfaithplussizemodel.com. Yes, so now you you gotta teach me about the off, off offline about this oh, yeah. snap face and what's called what's called snap face you know what's called Snapchat oh. Jesus Christ <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> TikTok TikTok and snap chat not face I got you yeah I, I told you I don't know about this stuff I, I'm very I know what I know mm-hmm. <laughs> I know what I know and so you like education yeah. right so let me ask you this do you like African studies is, is, are you into that like studying like, um, our way back to Africa and because uh, I'm very much in African African studies that's what I'm into mm-hmm. you know I, like I would have liked to get into that uh when I was in college I went to a PWI so that and it was you went to an AWCU that's what I call them what you call what does that mean historically white college university HWCU <laughs> Or whatever, <laughs> but um, or yes, GBW like, gonna be white university. Anyway, <laughs> like I was saying, I went to a PWI that was strictly a business school, um, so I didn't have that advantage of taking like those types of classes. So that's something that I kind of regret. My freshman year, I was really ready to like leave my school and go to Howard. I was talking to my counselor. I was filling out the application. I was out of there. But then my mama was like, where are you getting the money from? Because the school I was going to was giving me scholarships. So mm-hmm. I was like, damn. Yeah, you should have went to Washington or something like that. The Detroit Mercy. I should have. You know. But Wayne State. I can definitely start researching that type of stuff on my own. Because I, I have started getting into researching Kwanzaa. One of my friends, is he, he be texting me every day, telling me what uh th- what day it is and what it means and stuff. So Get you, get you your candles. So seven candles. Get you your yeah, ring, I, I got to know what they mean first. I don't want to jump into nothing and just be doing it just to be doing it. I got to know what's the meaning behind it. Yeah, like, I ain't gonna, well, I don't give a damn. Screw him. <laughs> <laughs> Some Negro told me, I asked him about 
some stuff deal with us, you know. He get for those he has a non-black wife. And he told me all he those those is love and Jesus Christ. I'm like, are you kidding me? You said what now? He saw he saw I came out it's love and Jesus, Jesus Christ. I said, my man, I ain't gonna start you nobody getting killed in the street, sucker. <laughs> That's a conversation for hey, another day. I don't mean it's no kind of harm way. Look, just because you got a non-black wife, don't forget who, who you are, where you come from. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> and don't all. and don't give me rationales about love and religion. That, that, that don't solve nothing. That like so many of, of the past year, uh, Miss Plus Size Model is mm -hmm. after George Floyd. Mm -hmm. My non-black friends and associates told me it's on prayer about it. You can't pray away racism, okay? They was going to pray about it. What is that going to do? I see. At that point, I knew what, what time of day it was. Harriet <laughs> Tugman prayed. Rosa Parks prayed. Martin Luther King prayed. And we're still here. So tell me what praying away racism is going to do. And love, and love, love, and Jesus Christ and religion. No, please spare me. And when Negroes who marry outside the race, they they the worst culprit of this. I said, look here, you just make like confronting you on your mistake. <laughs> so you want to give me rationales for what you did, what you did, but you can't do it because guess what, I. I'm a pan-Africanist. I've been taught about race from day one by my father and mother. I know race mm -hmm. is my son. I'm very good at it. I know that very well. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. I went to a HBCU, unlike your favorite first model who went to a HWCU. You don't have to do that. <laughs> but touching on what you said about interracial couples, um, love is love no matter what color it is. However, if that is whom you fall in love with, I hope your partner understands your struggle and who you are as a black man or a or woman. Or if you don't know, as the black one in the in in in, in the equation, don't forget who, your struggle. Yes, do not this, don't forget this, it. This Negro pretty much told me that he don't think, think about our plight or he's above our plight. He don't have to worry about that. He's too busy. Mm. -mm. Let me if, read you. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, your skin is still black. Whether you're married to a black woman or a white woman, they still gonna look at you as a black man, uh, and they might even hate you a little bit more because you married one of their women. Let me read you his 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 exact quotes here. I want you to read his <laughs> quote exactly from this clown. Don't call <laughs> your friend a clown. He's a clown. I'm saying I'm being nice right now. I'm being oh, nice with like he, I mean, he said, and I quote, yes, I know where this venture in this world. That don't define me. Really? My life is busy. I'm trying to figure bleep out with my wife and my son. Ain't got time to worry about no, nobody else. Okay. Well, I wish him nothing but the best. I said, uh, I, I know what you are, son. It rhymes with, and it rhymes with boom. That's what you are. <laughs> it rhymes with boom or moon. What he is. <laughs> Lord have mercy. 
Lord, and you Lord, see Lord. why I throw my dad gun phone at him? I, I threw my phone, he takes me in garbage. Like, Did you block him? I ain't block him. Hey, look, you know, I'm petty, right? Mm -hmm. I'm petty. I texted him yesterday. I'm petty. I said, uh, hey, I sure hope you're celebrating Kwanzaa, which until celebrating and teaching your son about Kwanzaa and his people and not raising him to be something he not. Because I'm petty. <laughs> you are petty. You wouldn't have to do that. No response. Was tell me all of you know. There was no response. Of course. <laughs> hey, it was all. It, he made my point for me by not responding. Okay. <laughs> you already knew he wasn't gonna respond. You already knew that. I, it was, it was, if he responded, I would have been shocked. I did it for a reason. So I said, "I said your son and his dad gonna play. He the only smiling." Piece of whatever this damn this damn play that he was in for Christmas. I'm like, Lord, this boy, he's smiling like he's smiling. This boy lost already. Damn dad already lost. So this damn boy and the damn mama. Oh, look at my son. He's the picture made me want to puke. Oh boy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I am that guy. I I yeah. am the radical. You feel me? I see. I don't play about our people and our advancement. So um, I will give you a suggestion. Yes, Help sir. You. Yes, Start sir. watching on YouTube in class with Carr. Okay. With Karen Hunter and Dr. Greg Carr. That okay. will help you in your journey to learn more about us and our ways of knowing where, where, where we come from, who we are to each other. For sure. For sure. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for that suggestion. And you and I have a similar degree. And yes. I have business degrees, and so do you. Mm -hmm. You feel like it's helping you right now? I feel like I've learned more outside of school than I did in school. Let me say this. Um, I feel like for me, it was the right choice for me to go to college. Um, however, I don't feel like everybody has to go to mm -hmm. become successful. However, I do feel like it's something to fall back on. Like now, <clears throat> let's say if you're a chef and when the pandemic happened, you wasn't able to work like that. Mm -hmm. If you had a degree, you would have been able to go get another job somewhere while you're working from home. You know, wouldn't have to deal with the, the crap with unemployment or whatever. So that's so how situations like that it's good to have a degree to fall back on now in my case because I think I've been pretty good in my corporate career like it has helped me <clears throat> and a lot of the reason why I went back and got my master's degree was because of the type of industry that I'm in corporately I had to be better than everybody else on the forefront because my industry is one dominated by men and dominated white by white men. So <clears throat> I had to have a, I definitely had to have a leg up um, when it comes to education in my experience. I won't say what companies I've worked for, but they're don't all Fortune it, 500. Please. Yeah, don't yeah. Say it, don't won't say, say that, but they're all Fortune 500. And I've been blessed to be in those companies and do well in them. So 
I will say that my education has helped me. Now, have I learned a buttload more being out of school? Absolutely. But it's 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 really on like what more have you learned? Like, okay, I learned the textbook way of how to run a business and run a brand, but I actually have the experience of doing it now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you read the instruction, like college is like the instruction mar- manual. You go out into the real world and do it. That's your real life experience. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, most oh, definitely. Yeah. And I had a class in entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. You're going to laugh at this. My teacher told me a barbershop was not a, a real business. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. I got a C. On my presentation, she she told me barbershop wasn't a real business. That's crazy. The black hair business alone is a billion dollar industry. Are you nuts? She told me that it wasn't a business and gave me a C. Mind you, my father owned the barbershop. And that pretty much helped get me through my childhood. But according mm-hmm. to that woman and that professor, who's the now the dean of the department? Oh my god! Is this a black woman? Yes. I am very, very appalled. <laughs> she told <laughs> me a barbershop on the business. Do you take your? Does your husband go get his haircut? Does he pay money to get his haircut? Okay, then. So what? <laughs> I'm telling you, that's, Girl, this is a true story. My junior year of college, and I was in entrepreneurship class, and I see this woman told me it wasn't a business. How are you the dean, a dean of, of a college of business? You don't know what a boss of a business. How are, you, how are you the dean? How? You need to write a letter. No. Hey, that's been 13 years ago, so I'm good. I'm Gucci. I would have wrote a letter. Well, I was told to do that. I was like, I just didn't give a I, I got to see. I didn't give a damn. I got you. I just want to get this little Peggy over with, get across the stage, and go to my party, which I oh, did. Okay. Okay. I partied hard that night, boy. I partied. So, since you're in the corporate world, right? Mm-hmm. I, had a, I did a show about code switching about a month ago. Mm-hmm. You find yourself having to code switch around the, the, the non-black people. I be posted, I don't code switch ever. I'm just what I am. Where I had a whole panel about this. Some people was I, I'm very much against code switching. I'm about you don't like me for me, you don't like me at all. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. make you feel comfortable because my culture way of knowing is something you don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um do I code switch personally? No. Um, the way that I'm talking to you now is the way that I talk at work. Um, I would like to say that I guess I'm articulate um, in the way that I speak. However, there are times where I do find myself like, dang, I really feel like the only Black person in this room when it comes to the, the topics that I bring up sometimes. Um, there was an instance where I had to speak to my boss. So my boss is a black woman and I had to speak to her real. I had to let her know. I said, you know, me and you are the only two black women in this department. So let me give it to you real. I said, if anybody is coming to you about my character, I said, I take offense to that because they trying to 
you know, give off this narrative as if I'm a, the angry black woman or the one that's too, um, what's the word? I guess aggressive, but if they do it, oh, they're doing a great job. You know what I'm saying? So no, I don't code switch. This is who I am. If that's what you want to write me off as, then okay, I'll be that. However, my track record will speak for itself. So no, I don't code switch. I, I mean, there are, I mean, if you're a doctor or a lawyer or a judge, there are instances where you do have to code switch sometimes. But if you're confident in who you are as a black woman or a black man, and you know at the end of the day, I'm gonna be this person still, it I don't think it really matters. I think people should know that, you know, you this is who this is who you are at work. This is who I am at work, but don't try me. Like you gotta have that type of attitude, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and in my panel, a young man told me that his uh non-black female supervisor graded him down for having a poor attitude because he ain't talked to the people on the team because he said I ain't no com- nothing in common with these people. I just want to do my job and go home. And she was scared to come to him as a man and only told him that in his evaluation that he had a two for the whole year. His attitude was poor. He wasn't a team player because he didn't want to deal with those people beyond just work. So he got graded down for being himself. He didn't code switch. Hmm. That's it. You should go to HR on her. Because she understands who, I mean, who you were. In, in some jobs, I mean, you do have to speak to your coworkers. However, if it's just on a work basis, you ain't got to always be in their face. I don't think that should have anything to do he's, with he, he said he's not, he's, He said, boss man, I'm not, I'm not a good morning person. I'm not one of those he he ha ha guys. That's not me. I was coming to my yeah. home, do my job and go home. And it was for treating I have a bad attitude. And if I'm, his job is getting done, I don't see no problem with that. You you know how they do us. It's just because he he ain't one of them kiss ups and kiss ass. Yeah, he not he yeah. I'm his, I understand. I'm here to do a job. I'm not, here to, I'm not here to be y'all friends. Mm-hmm. I'm out. Like if you need some, cool. If you don't, cool. I'll speak if you speak. I'm out. That was what he mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. But in some cases, that's judged as being aggressive and rude and not a team player. No, I mean, like, even in my sports field, I have white coworkers and friends in my sports field, but there are certain things we can't talk about. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. So, yes, we are cool to a a limit because it's it's a limit. Then what goes somewhere? This is where you stop. I I was going to talk about this with my with my people who understand me better than you. Yeah, you know, so I get it. like I'm not. People say, "What's up? You're 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 racist." No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not a racist. No, opinion. you're not a racist. No, I'm just not. being real. You're being we, mindful. We have different backgrounds and ways of knowing. Mm-hmm. There's a certain limit. It's on stop where we don't have anything in common anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And before we get to that place, and you say something that's going to upset me, I'd rather us not even go there. Yeah. Yeah, so I get it. Is it we're friends up to a limit where we, so we can't go past this spot because <laughs> mm-hmm. anywhere past this, while well, you get into my into something that you can't even understand, mm-hmm. so I keep everybody in their in their lane. That's not being racist or being a bigot. That's being safe. Yep, I rather I keep a friendship safe 
then take it to uh, across the line and, and it blows up because you don't understand. Mm-hmm. And so that's how you do it. But mm. see, people aren't that nuanced to understand that. They either, it has to be, oh, no. Mm. There's a, a limit to everything. Mm-hmm. Like, even in interviewing with people, like, I can have this talk with you because you and I have a similar way of knowing. Mm-hmm. I can have a conversation with somebody that's not, that's not like me or you. Right. It'll be awkward. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's just... But people don't want to embrace that. They want to run from it and be all PC. That's not who, how I Politically believe. correct. Okay. <laughs> no. But I'm glad you're confident and I'm glad you don't code switch. I'm glad you mm-hmm. represent your melanin the way you do. I'm not trying to lighten your skin or go mm-hmm. get. I go to work wigs and long nails and all and don't care. Wigs now, only on, on, and you know what? I'll ask you a question. See, 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 how do I tell what's a wig? And what's this real is hair? this, this is going. What you mean? Why you need to know? I don't know what's wig and what's real hair no more. Why you need to know? I just be, I don't be knowing. Why you need to know? Some people like that's a wig. How, how, how can you tell? <laughs> Why you want to know? It's being real. I'm trying to feel what I'm at, at a Hawks game. What am I looking at? Am I looking at real hair? I'm looking at a wig. You looking at hair. A wig or whatever. You're looking at hair. Now, at the Hall's game, the Hall's going to tell you this. I have, it's a game we play called Real Booty Busters versus Fake Booty. We have a game. Is this a game that's actually like play where people know y'all playing it? It's an internal game amongst the fellas. Where we can, <laughs> where we can, we can tell if it was a real mm-hmm. booty or a fake booty by the movement of the booty. If it does, okay. not, does not move... Or jiggle is is fake. Okay. If it moves and jiggles is real. But you know, mm-hmm. Atlanta, a lot of women got these fake bodies in Atlanta. You know that. Yeah, I, I'm aware. You know, so yeah, so good. I can't relate. You can't relate. Well, that's good. Mm-mm. I'm proud <laughs> of that. I'm happy that you cannot relate to that. Mm-hmm. So before we wrap nothing up, nothing against them though. Hey, I can't do nothing fake though. I can't do nothing fake. I have it real. Gotta be real. Okay. I, I don't want to be grabbing no no balloon. Damn the balloon about the bus. Oh no. But what if it feels good? Like what it if it don't feels feel good? good? I had I one of them tell me you can't squeeze my butt too hard because it may it may burst. Okay. That's from a woman who had a fake booty. I know this personally. Had it happened to no, you can't grab my butt that it may burst. Like hell. Oh boy. Yes. Soft, my lord, Jesus! <laughs> I can't even enjoy what I want to do. <laughs> Y'all should be used to that. Atlanta is like the mecca of getting your body done. Yes, but I like it natural. I want to see some stretch marks, some some love handles, all that, all that. I want to see your, 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 your titties sag and droop a little bit. Take off your bra. I like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to stand in the attention for me. Damn, it ain't, it ain't nothing standing there. God, damn. Nancy, I'm sad. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. I want to see some dimples in your ass. I'm sick of you already. <laughs> sick of you. I like, uh. I like natural. 
I don't need you to yeah. go, go, go to the body sculpt and get out of the stretch bars done away with it. Take take a real about or whatever you're doing. I'm like, I really, I really tip my hat to the girls that do that because it looks painful. It looks really, really painful. But I've seen some really great works of art as far as it comes to girls getting their bodies done. These doctors be doing what they be doing. Some of them do. No, it, in say, Atlanta, you can go out to the airport, to the hotel, and get, get your injections done at the airport. Not the airport. It, they, they're having them old purity, one-gallon milk crates or water, bottles of water, water jugs. With, they get it out, and get you your little shots of concrete in your ass. I've seen first it. First of all, first of all, Jesus Christ. Shout out to them girls that do it because, like again, it could not be me. <laughs> nah, it, it shall it shall not be you. Say, say to yourself, I know I won't get any fake implants. <laughs> I'm a work. I pledge hard. allegiance. <laughs> yeah, don't do that ever. I pledge allegiance. Okay, <laughs> you know, never ever, <laughs> never ever, ever ever. Never. <laughs> back in the day. Never ever ever ever. ever. <laughs> okay. Get on that level for real. <laughs> like yes. So before we wrap up here, tell the folks your upcoming projects they can look out for in the new year of 2022 coming up here in a few days. Yes. Yeah, so as we go into 2022, um, I have some more content coming out with the businesses that I um, brand ambassador for. Shout out to LJ Essentials. Shout out to Swank Aposh Boutique. Um, shout out to um, Simply Crowned Organics. Wonderful businesses that I work with. I love them to death. They always show me a whole bunch of love. Um, and I'm also going to get into creative directing. I have a shoot that is coming up that I am going to creative direct myself. And I'm very excited about it. It has um, a theme that is very near and dear to my heart. So um, be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for that. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. We look out for it. And uh, I'll be coming to yeah. Detroit in March. I pray it ain't cold. Yes. And a shout out to Conceal Cosmetics, too. They're part of my lip today. <laughs> a lips. Okay. Okay, lips. I see. <laughs> Yes, they're glossed and flossed up, as they say. Okay, and real. Yes. And she has her Amazon ring light shining through her glasses, as you can see. <laughs> Sponsored by Amazon. <laughs> yes. It no, will Amazon brighten you up. Me. Amazon ain't paying me, so nope. <laughs> she got the fan working. She got the whole fan in her hands, Lord. <laughs> I sure do. Ask any, ask any of your friends from Detroit. Ask them if they got their fan on right now, but got their heat on. They I'm gonna it? ask them. I, my, my my friend coaches at Detroit Mercy. I'm gonna ask him. Your fan on, brother. He li he, li he live downtown Detroit. He got a fan. Either he got a fan on, in the ceiling, or he got a fan on the floor, like affordable fan. His fan is on, for sure. I got you, well, folks. <laughs> Hope y'all enjoyed this segment with the your favorite plus size model. Check her out on the Instagrams and the TikTok. She got I don't know about that crap, but she does have a TikTok. Uh, hit her yes, up. I do. 
and follow her. Folks, have a uh, safe uh, celebration and have, have a happy Kwanzaa. Enjoy yeah. your Kwanzaa celebrations. And even if you ain't got a black wife, teach your kids about Kwanzaa. Yes, Even I, if you do have a black wife, still teach your kids about Kwanzaa. 100%. Well, I assume they would do it anyway. But if they don't, <laughs> teach them today. Folks, yes. we are out. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.